Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Start listening to Christmas music. That's our question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that's Bradley Trainer. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, geez. Woofed. What? What? It just sounded a little pervy. Oh, God. I actually don't know what this is. Have a holly jolly Christmas. When is the time to start listening to Christmas music? As Colleen said, 651-641-1071. I, uh, this is a question, this is actually unusual for me. So I am typically the person, Colleen, who says, shut it down when it comes to all things Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Au contraire. When it comes to Christmas music, I think there is one simple rule. Whenever you want. Interesting. Yeah, because there have been times, uh, not Christmas, that I've listened to Christmas music and been in the mood. Um, I just, I love Christmas music. I will say I'm very picky about the Christmas music I listen to, but I love when I get to start listening to Christmas music. I don't feel like it's probably very socially acceptable until like November, at least. Yeah. Uh, If not, you know, Thanksgiving. I have a hard and fast rule. What's that? Um, Not until the day after Thanksgiving. That is the first time that you may crank up the Christmas oh tunage. God, I love Christmas. It is the first time, it is the only time, as far as I'm concerned, that it is time to pull out the uh, the boughs, the holly for the decking of the boughs. I, I really just, I, it, it, I understand the consumerism. I understand that they have to pull out the Christmas stuff a little bit earlier. And I understand that they're going to start, you know, advertising. They think ahead, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But on a personal level... I have always felt that the first the first sort of inklings of Christmas need to happen after Thanksgiving. We need to get through that season before we can get to the next. The problem I have with that is that Christmas is over so fast. Like I Yes. Uh, like that I That is a good thing. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. That is why no. we love it so much because no. it is such a short season. No. If it's around all the time, it's not fun anymore. Look, we have so little when it's... It, did you look outside today? Have you been yeah. outside today? Oh, uh, yeah. 24 degrees yes, with I the know. light snow. It feels like I can listen to some damn Bing Crosby if I want to. Let's take uh, Derek is on line one. Hi, Derek. When Derek. do you start listening to Christmas music, Derek? I I, I will say, I, my, my thing is, I only have... A, it's every year, I only have 
a limited number of hours for the whole year that I could listen to Christmas music. So the earlier it gets played, the quicker it just it fills me up, and then I'm just done with it. So it's like it's the fact that it keeps going on, like the fact that it keeps going earlier and earlier and earlier, it just runs me out of how much I'm willing to listen to Christmas music before I'm just sick of it. Oh, so it like stresses you out if you listen to it early. Well, yeah, it's just it's just it's just like I'm done with it. It's like I can I have so much. It's like I feel like every year I have so many hours I can listen to it for the whole year. Yeah, and it feels like the when it gets earlier and earlier, it keeps it just runs me out before it gets to the actual holiday. Oh, got yes! it. Yeah, thank okay. you, Derek. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Is I feel like, like you're just doing it wrong. It's such a. I mean, if you really love short... Christmas music, you just love it. It's such a short holiday. It's there and gone. If you start too early, you're gonna. By the time Christmas happens, you're tired it's of it. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Who's online too? We've got a lady named Linda on the phone. Hi, Linda. Hello. When do you think it's appropriate to start listening to Christmas music? Three hundred sixty-five days. Yes. But, but my ex-husband. He was kind of a bah humbug, so we came to a compromise when, on the day of the first snow, I got to play Christmas music, and the children and I would dance around, and then we would put it away till Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Well, at least you got a little taste then when you a wanted taste. it, right? Exactly. Awesome. Thank you, Linda. Yeah, like, I, the older I get, the more I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to listen to Christmas music if I want. Now, will I listen to it regularly? Again, probably not until November. But there are moments where, here's the other weird thing about Christmas music. It is the only genre of music that I have come to learn that I know all the words to the songs. With the exception of, like, a very uh, specific window of the 90s. Like, I, there is no group of songs that I know the words to more. So you feel like you can sing along and that's and the And I fun love part. singing along, right? Like, zoobity dabba boo boo Are you, do you sing out loud when you're walking through the aisles of a store and you hear it piping through the I speaker? I have. Okay, just checking. Yup. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. Uh, should we go to, who do you want to go to next? Let's go to Betty. Betty's been waiting. Hi, Betty. Hi, how are you? Good. When is it appropriate to start listening to Christmas music? Well, I have to tell you, I agreed with you. I never wanted to hear it until the day after Thanksgiving. And for some reason this year, I feel differently. I just left Coles, actually, and they were playing Christmas music. And I caught myself singing to it and said to myself, what are you doing? You never do this. But more I thought about it, I think I'm just so upset with everything that's going on in the world yeah. that I just need to hear something joyful. You yes. need some Christmas magic, Betty. I hear you, Betty. <laughs> Go sing. Thank, thank you, Betty. Ho, ho, ho. Mm. What's your Listen, favorite Christmas music? I will music? give her that. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Yeah, I do. Hold what on, though. I, I just really quickly wanted to say okay. that I will give Betty the fact that, yes, we need. We just need a little Christmas right now. We need a little Christmas right, right this, this very, very minute. minute. Okay, but that's and not my favorite song. Boo-boo. My favorite song is Oh Holy Night. Oh Holy Night. Bradley Trainer now taking requests. Yeah, no, I will sing any Christmas song <laughs> you want me to sing. Let's go to Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hello. So when is it appropriate to start listening to Christmas music? Um, I think the better question is, why do you stop? Oh, good question. Hey, you know, (laughs) can I ask you a question, Kelly? How long do you leave your tree up? Well, my husband makes me take it down 
Um, and we are not allowed to put it up until after Thanksgiving. Really? Thank you. Um, I, however, would probably leave it up all year if I could. Why get rid of the magic of Christmas? I totally because agree. Because when the magic... Okay, Kelly, thank we you We have for left calling. our tree up till Easter oh, gosh. before. Can I just bring a dose of realism to all of you people? Why get rid of it when you can have it all year round? Okay, here's reality. Okay. Hi, I'm reality. It's the same answer as why you can't be on vacation your whole life. Because when that becomes your baseline... Yeah, here's here's the takeaway no. from Colleen's Scrooge don't McDuck lesson happy. today. Yeah, don't enjoy, you know, there's a finite amount of happiness in the world. Don't overextend your happiness because at some point it'll turn into tragedy. Yep. Womp, womp. Let's let Patty have the final word on this. Patty, when is it appropriate to start listening to Christmas music? Well, I have to say I'm not Christian, but I love Christmas music. But I find it very annoying when the radio start playing it before my radio station start playing it before Thanksgiving. I wholeheartedly agree. Well, Patty, and I've got I a will, suggestion for I will you. Start talking to people around here to make sure that that we do right by well, you. Well, I was going to say, Patty, we we don't play Christmas music usually until uh, I would say darn near like. Do we ever play Christmas yeah, music? Yeah, we do Christmas bumpers. Sure, bumpers. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, and and I'm not talking about your station. There's some other stations. Yeah. You have other stations. You should Patty? not be cheating on us, Patty. Oh my God, no, Patty. Thanks for calling. Have a great day. <laughs> You're not going to get your uh, Christmas gift, Patty, if you keep yeah, doing things like that. Exactly. Other stations. Who knew there were other stations? Why would you do that? Jeez. Um, wow. We did it backwards here, Bradley. We um, did because we've been filled with the Christmas cheer. Mm. Um, and we've been talking about happy things like Christmas. And usually we put a palate cleanser. Jingle bells. Okay, Batman smells. I'm going to need you to get into that mood a little bit later because later usually today. we do the palate cleanser after we've had a, a terrible oh, gross conversation. Oh, are we talking about something gross? We're going to Perv Corner after this. Ew. I'm sorry, it's true. I'm the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Dream about being a big star. Say you're basic. Say you're easy. You're always riding. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that's Bradley Trainer. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I there's no other way to kind of throw this out there. Uh, oh, that wasn't the right no. choice of words. Um, there's a lot of gross stuff happening in Hollywood. It is. And so we thought we'd do a little perv corner. I know we're being facetious, but seriously, this is actually serious. Seriously, this is actually it serious. It is serious, seriously. During the break, did you get a chance, um, as I did, to read that New York Times uh, article on Louis C.K.? I didn't get to read all the way through it, but this is the most recent one uh, that we are hearing about now. Do you want to kind of give... I can the, tell you what I've read so far, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. let's be honest, is not a full account, but... Um, there's a piece in the New York Times that says Louis C.K. Uh, crossed a line into sexual misconduct, five women say. And uh, the story, mm. <clears throat> this particular article begins with a story that happened in 2002 where a Chicago comedy duo named Dana Min Goodman and Julia Woloff landed their big break. They got a chance to perform at the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival in Aspen. When Louis C.K. invited them to hang out in his hotel room for a nightcap after their late night show, they did not think twice. Bars were closed. They wanted to celebrate. He was a comedian they admired. The women would be together. The intention seemed collegial. As soon as they sat down in his hotel room, 
still wrapped in their jackets and hats, Louis asked if he could take out his little Louis junk. Are you okay? The women said they thought it was a joke and they laughed it off. And then, quote, he really did it. Um, He proceeded to take all his clothes off, got completely naked and began polishing his silverware, which is a euphemism we use to, you know what I mean? It's obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently in 2003, Abby Shackner called Louis C.K. to invite him to one of her shows. And during the phone conversation, she could hear him (gasps) polishing his silverware as they spoke. Oh, gosh. Another comedian, Rebecca Corey, said that while she was appearing with Louis on a television pilot in 2005, he asked if he could polish his silverware in front of her. So you have a pattern of the same behavior from independent uh, accusers in this case. And... um, What's interesting is uh, when they when the New York Times contacted his representative, uh, they she said he has absolutely no comment and is not going to address any of these particular stories. I mean, he won't until well until he has to. His uh, the premiere of his new movie "I Love You, Daddy" was supposed to premiere on Thursday. That was abruptly canceled. He was then forced to cancel an appearance on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. presumably because he's been. Polishing his silverware in front of women. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. Has any man ever asked you to uh, polish? Asked if he could polish his silverware in front of me? Yeah. I can tell you unequivocally, no, that has never happened to me. Because what I'm learning about all of these stories, whether it's Louis C.K. now or Harvey Weinstein, is this is like a thing? And okay, like and, that specific yes. thing. And so it's interesting that you say that because I'm actually right now trying to find. We got an email from somebody after I said aloud once on the show. I'm. I wonder if that behavior happens because the person who's doing it in the back of their mind is able to explain it away because they didn't make the other person do anything to them. Right? You can do that act without ever having to have any kind of con- physical contact with another person. So I wondered if maybe that was a, a thought that a person who does that has, like, oh, I, this isn't bad because I'm not touching the other person, right? Like, you could explain it away that way. And then somebody sent us an email with a link to an article um, about that exact thing um and i'm looking for it because i'm i I don't want to start speaking about it if i don't have it in front of me um but that that is that 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 does play into it essentially um the the, uh, comedian uh ms Corey. i don't know what her first name is Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I mentioned it at the beginning mm-hmm. of this story. Anyway, this is one of the people that alleges that he uh, wanted to polish his silverware in front of her. <sighs> and um, she said... Um, they were on the set. Uh, she's a comedian, writer, actress. He long felt haunted, or she long felt haunted by her run in with him in 2005 when she was mm-hmm. working as a performer and producer on a television pilot, which was a big step in her career. When Louis, who was a guest star, approached her as she was walking to the set, quote, he leaned close to my face and said, Can I ask you something? I said, Yes. And she then uh, goes on to say, He asked if he could, we could go to my dressing room so he could polish his silverware in front of me. Stunned and angry, she declined and pointed out that he had a daughter and a pregnant wife. His face got red and told me he had issues. So creepy and bizarre. Now, clearly, he's going to have to address these rumors at some point. And I would imagine that uh, if he does have, quote, issues, meaning this has happened on many occasions... It's possible that it's happened recently, and I would hope if there was a crime committed, it would be investigated and adjudicated. Yeah, let's really quickly, uh, let's go to uh, Charles is on the line. Charles, I have like 30 seconds. What did you want to say? It's about power and domination, and maybe something happened to them in their childhood or something, but they want power over everybody else. And like I said, these are big men who are big people who have a lot of money and think like you say pay it off and it's out of the way mm. so crazy thank you charles thank you charles yeah i do i finally did get that article in front of me and, and it is an interesting article i will po- i'll post it later on the on the you website because i have that but i do think it's it's in, an interesting read and, and i think it does explain that question a little bit better okay geez um sorry right womp take womp. a right let's go to the crazy stupid idiots we didn't even get to all of our purrs no we didn't there's sadly more well, you know, there's more days in the week. My Talk 1071. My Talk 1, the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Dumb. Okay, that's where, dumb. that's where we're going first. Dunedin. Dunedin. Dumb da dumb dumb I want to tell you the story of a 36-year-old lady. Her name is Karina Mora. Now, you probably remember her from Dos Mujeres Un Camino and other telenovelas of similar names. Actually, I just made that up. But she is a telenovela star. Mm. Uh, that has absolutely nothing to do with why she's a crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. And she, she has... lives in Florida? Yeah. Oh. Are a lot of telenovelas filmed and taped in Florida? They might be. I mean, oh, I, I guess they could be. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, as uh, you were, Dunedin. We're and, in Dunedin. Uh, we're in Florida, and uh, Ms. Mora uh, was going to celebrate the birthday of her uh, victim slash uh, man friend. 
Okay. I don't know if they're married, or I should say I know they're not married, but I don't know what sort of living arrangement they have. Mm-hmm. It's not my business. Mm-hmm. His name is Robert Brown. It was his birthday, and she wanted to celebrate. So um, she was like, I will get him a cake, and we will celebrate his birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sounds standard sounds so Sounds pretty far. standard, right? And mm-hmm. Even the cake, it's beautiful. It says, happy birthday. Well, okay, on the cake, there was, um, this is important. Okay. On the cake, you know how you sometimes decorate cakes? Yeah. Like with something that's relative to the person? Yeah. You know, like I love Doctor Who, so maybe it's like a TARDIS cake, mm-hmm. right? Okay. On uh, her boyfriend's cake, she puts happy birthday, love, dot, dot, dot. I don't know what that means. But above that, she has a big old mug of beer. Okay. He must love beer. I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. And who doesn't love beer and cake? <clears throat> Sorry. Ooh, I'm sure somebody Terrible. does. Coming new, uh, soon to hipster places near right. you. Cake beer. Cake beer. Beer cake. Uh, so she gets a cake with the beer on it. Happy birthday. She's waiting around for Mr. Brown to come home. Guess what? Ooh. He didn't want a beer on a cake. He wanted like the beer in real life. Mm-hmm. So he spent the evening at the bar with his friends. Sure. And he mm-hmm. came home late and had been drinking at about 1 a.m. Well, Mrs. Mora was not amused by this behavior. Mm-hmm. She was not a fan. Okay. So they were getting ready for bed and she was like, I am so disappointed in you and other things. And apparently this argument escalated. Mm-hmm. Okay. The crescendo or the climax in this particular case was not the one you'd hope for between mm-hmm. a loving couple on a celebratory on a special evening. special birthday. No. Ms. Mora decided to uh, beat her husband upside the head with the birthday cake. No, that is, was she arrested and charged with illegal use of a birthday cake? Well, not only that, but... Um, essentially wasting a perfectly good cake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like that's, you cannot use a cake as a weapon. The only purpose that cake can be used for is eaten. Yes. Yeah. No, there is that only is the one only option. Use. You eat the cake. You must eat the cake. She, she beat, how, I mean, like how badly beaten was he by a cake? Uh, well, he is permanently blind and has no, <gasps> no. teeth. No. Actually, no, you're right. I, I don't know what happened, but he's fine. She was fine, but they did arrest her. Um, I just want you to know she did appear in the following. Un Tigre and La Cama. Also, Alma Indomable. Oh, I do love that one. Do you? No. Donde esta Elisa? That's Where another is one. Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, all right. I used to love watching telenovelas just to like... Because the acting is so atrocious and you have no idea what they're saying. And that's the best part. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, I used to like to, you know, we would do our own talking over it. Yeah. So my roommates and I would sit and watch it and we would do our like version Mystery of what Science was happening. Theater. Yes. Yeah. So great. Um, I would like to go to Oklahoma. Where the wind goes sweeping across the plain. Exactly. That's where uh, 49-year-old Donard, Donald Gaither, he's from Ada, Oklahoma. He was very, very angry at his neighbor. This is, um, I feel like we've had sort of a a lot of neighborly disagreements in the news lately. Mm, sure. Yeah. Um, and arguments that arise from those neighborly disagreements. Well, 49-year-old Donald Gaither and his neighbor, Troy Badgley, were not getting along. And uh, Troy 
uh, I'm sorry, Donald was upset with Troy because he thought his neighbor Troy had gotten him kicked out of their trailer park. So Donald naturally wanted retaliation. So he went to Troy's place on Sunday night and he challenged him to a knife fight. He brought his own knife. What? Yes, he challenged him to a knife fight. Troy, you kicked me out of the trailer park. Now we're going to duel with a knife fight. Oh, my God. And he was prepared, Bradley Trainer. He was Holy prepared. bonkers. Those are a lot of knives. He brought the knives. And not only did he bring the knives, he wanted to protect himself. So naturally, he wrapped his midsection with a, a, a type of... Homemade body armor. Oh, it was made from magazines. That's kind of a DIY Pinterest hack. I like this. Tell me more. It was made uh, out of uh, porn magazines. (laughs) Now, when asked, who buys porn magazines anymore? Well, uh, Donald Gaither from Ada, Oklahoma. He had a lot of them. And when you even buy those at Schinders, they closed that place down years ago. Well, then I don't know. Um, Donald was arrested for uh, assault with a dangerous weapon and possession of an offensive weapon. But when the cops asked him about the body armor, he explained that he had been in prison and that's how they protect themselves in prison. I mean, I I did not. I've never heard that before. I knew you could make prison hooch out of like orange peels and ketchup yeah. packets, but, but now you know you can protect yourself with porn just magazines. Find some old porn magazines old lying around. Specifically, porn magazines, by the way. People magazine won't do. I got rid of my dirty magazines so many years ago. Oh, well, I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to defend yourself. I know. In a knife fight. Also, can we just contemplate for a moment? Mm-hmm. Living in a world where you would walk into a room and pick up. Uh, booklets of naked naked people. pictures mm-hmm. in broad daylight, as if it were just you know a trip to Cub. I don't know. I mean, listen. I don't know. Uh, my impression had always been in life that people didn't just grab those things in broad daylight. You did it discreetly in like a paper bag, and there were special places for that. That's yeah. what I was told. Yeah, but then you know there were those of us who were just like. <laughs> I'm just saying. What were like, you like? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay. No, but it is it is really creepy sounding when you describe it now. But I mean, yeah. remember, you know, sex. Have you been to Sex World oh, before? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. And think about this: they used to have these things. Millennials have no idea what mm-hmm. we've lived through. Mm-hmm. They used to have these like booths, yeah, where you could go watch movies because we didn't have them on little handheld yeah. devices. Yeah. You couldn't just, Think about you know, how creepy in the that privacy is. of your own room, call it up. You had to go to a place. Yeah. Oh, and think about, I'm, I don't, nope, I don't want to think yeah, about Yeah, I know what you're thinking about. dirty. Like oh. a mop. Think about the guy who had to mop those places out. Yep. hmm Okay. <laughs> Tell me about a crazy, stupid idiot, please. I need to get my let's mind go, away from uh, what we're just talking about. Let's go. Well, I'm not going to get that far away. Oh, Sorry. Geez. Sorry. Uh, but I do want to tell you about uh, a traveler. Okay. A person on a recent uh, Delta Airlines flight. Love Delta, but hopefully this doesn't happen on your next Delta flight. Okay. It's a Boeing 737, or should I say 769? Mm-hmm. Because uh, this person napping in a seat woke up uh, and other passengers uh, looked on as a man and a woman who just met on board a Delta Airlines flight engaged in an act. 
an act of whoopee on the on flight the, on the plane in front of people. Wait, hold on. on was the this in coach? Uh, light. It certainly wasn't in first class. Okay, well, can I tell you? I can barely. Anybody in first class is classy enough to not do this. I can barely like scratch my own ankle in coach. I cannot figure out. Also, when I get on an airplane <laughs> and somebody tries to talk to me, yeah, I put my head down and put my earbuds in and make it real obvious I'm not in the mood. For the talking, let alone the whoopee. Let making. alone whoopee. <laughs> Uh, two passengers were allegedly having the thing on the flight. The flight, and when they arrived uh, at their gate, cops boarded the flight, and they encountered Patricia and Jai, and they were seated next to each other. And uh, apparently, they admitted that there was some contact, but denied that it was whoopee contact. And uh, he just said that she fell asleep in his lap with her face in his lap. (laughs) With his junk out. You know, like you do. Like, I'm just, I'm real tired. Wow. Nope. They said there were two people. um, They were engaging in kissing and then something that would require her head to be in his lap. Again, I can barely... I can barely like reach my arm up to my ear to scratch my ear. I cannot figure out. And what about if they were in coach? <laughs> was there was there somebody else sitting by them? Oh yeah. And in fact, one of the witnesses was yeah, because there was a passenger, she was right. napping, looked up and was like, "Oh, brown chicken, brown cow." Yeah, there but there's another... like one, two, three, four, five, like. Yeah. Oh, there many witnesses. Oh, my gosh. And one of the witnesses was like, um, that lady was in my seat, which I realized when I was getting on the plane and I was like, no big deal. So she was in that seat on accident and ends up. Mm. I wonder if that woman whose seat it was supposed to be was like. Oh, I missed out. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Also, I just fear there are a lot of men out there going, that you can do that? No. I like would a just woman like, just randomly. Can't. See, that's, oh, man. See, no. that's, that's, nope. no. Nope. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I mean, she should have kept her mouth shut. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to read through your answers to today's Daily Snap Judgment. That's a random question that we like to ask you on our Facebook page. Then you go ahead and answer it and we judge you accordingly. And today the question was... Waffle fries or curly fries? Thank you. And we'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Lori and Julia. Waffle fries or curly fries? That's a question we're asking today on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, where everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, that is our daily snap judgment today. Uh, we ask you to answer our silly, stupid little question that is meaningless over on our Facebook page. And uh, would you like to hear what people said today? Yes. Uh, mostly because I just want fries. But right? okay, go. Mm. Actually, I'm sorry. Pause. What? Yesterday was my husband's 40th birthday. 
Congrats. Thank you. I knew we could do it. And um, we went to Matt's for dinner. Oh, that's For Juicy Lucy's. My kids had never had Juicy Lucy's before. I know. I was doing it wrong. Can I just tell you, uh, the fries there are perfection. I mean, the Juicy Lucy's are perfection. Do you know, it's so funny. I don't even remember the fries at Matt's and I live around the corner. And you know why? It's because you're not paying attention to them because you're paying attention. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Attention to the Juicy Lucy. So the fries are like a ride-along, but we did this thing last night where we got a half order right before we got our food just so we could like start with something because the kids were going bonkers. You realize when you have the fries alone, they're amazing. Waffle fries. I have to do that now. Yes. Waffle fries or curly fries. Valerie said, oh, dear. Well, since I'm on the whole 30, I'm going to have to say carrot fries, uh, which are really just carrots <laughs> cut into a French fry shape and then roasted in the oven. So Ooh, those are good. Though. They're really just roasted carrots. Can I give you another? Oh, geez. Another benefit or another option hmm. for carrot fries? Parsnip fries. Oh, those are good. I do love parsnip fries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roast those parsnips. Mm, yeah. I have that. <laughs> Kim says waffle like others for the better condiment scooping situation. Mm. They're paddle shaped. Mm hmm. Uh, Kim said they each have their place in time. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, Dalai Lama. Uh, Christine said this game. waffle. Where would you even be offered curly fries other than Arby's? Um, excuse me. Anybody who knows how to do life knows how to do curls. Thank you. Thank you. Amanda said waffle curly fries have lost their appeal. What? These, I feel so bad for people. Christopher said spicy curly fries. Oh, Bradley. Let me tell you something. When you get that air fryer that I'm going to get you for Christmas, we already talked about it. It's coming. Don't worry about it. When you get that, you can, whenever you feel the need for fries, you can go to the freezer section and they have Arby's curly fries in the freezer section. And you can I make know, them in your I was air just, fryer and it tastes the same. I was just thinking the other day, like I walk by the frozen aisle every once in a while just to see what beautiful what they're treats. freezing these days. Well, yeah, because like I never buy anything. The only time I ever buy anything is like a frozen vegetable here and there mm-hmm. just to have it in the fridge. But um, I see these these like, oh, my God, these beautiful yep. potato creations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to start my own fry store called Potato Creations. You know, you can if you'd okay. like to. You know what? I've just made an executive decision. Mm. Um, instead of doing the three to three. Oh, God. No, I just want to do the one. 
the one because Donnie has not heard this. Oh, sure, yeah. And we need to play this for Donnie. These okay. are the three things you need to know before you go, but this one is the only it's one. It's the only one. All right. So, okay, so Donnie, the other day, you know this, that Holly had to go home, and we can talk about this without violating any anything because any Holly came in to talk rules? about it. Yeah. Holly went home yeah. um, because she was having a little issue with uh, a headache. She had a migraine headache. Yeah. Did you hear anything about the dirt alert update she did on our show prior to going home? I, I heard a little bit that it was uh, somewhat discombobulated. Okay. Well, that is putting it mildly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so did you see Wendy Williams the other day oh, when she had her moment? Oh, it was like that. We were kind of concerned. Yeah. About Holly Roberts. So I'm going to play this audio uh, in just a second. First of all, everybody, please focus on Holly's Don't focus words on the story. and not the story because the story's horrible and <laughs> it's a bad story. But just but remember, Holly was having a moment. And now also imagine the following: Bradley didn't know that she had. A, I didn't know she had a migraine. Or that she wasn't feeling oh, well or anything. So but Bradley you, you is. I knew because yeah. she comes in the room and sits next to me and we talked right, and I knew. Right. Bradley had no earthly clue what was going on so please listen to this audio of holly delivering a dirt alert update with a migraine understanding that one of us had no idea what was going on and again listen to the words and not the story okay Okay, here we go did you want to tell me something Gossip Girl star Ed Westwick denies a claim that he raped an actress three years ago and says he doesn't even know the woman. Christina Cohen detailed the alleged sexual assault, which she claims happened at Westwick's home on a safe Facebook post on Monday night. Sorry, Uh, Westwick responded to the allegations in a Instagram post. I don't have any words. Uh, writing, I do not know this women, woman. I have never forced myself in any matter on a woman. I certainly have never committed rape. And Cohen says, while the woman is still dating a producer who she's friends with at, with Westwick. And so she is alleging this on it's Facebook. Okay, so it's horrible. so horrible. Poor Holly. I know. It well, was, and again, I Donnie, so bad for her. Like, I, I, you know, in, after the moment, I'm like, oh, I feel, you know, horrible. I didn't know she had a, uh, a, a migraine but I literally am standing off to the side looking at Colleen like, what is going on with her? And I almost said out loud, okay, Wendy Williams, pull it together, honey, because you know how it is, Donnie. Every once in a while, your words just don't come out. Very true. And it can Mm -hmm. just be nothing more. And then you get flustered Mm -hmm. and then you think, oh my God. And so then you're hyper aware and then it just like, it all falls apart. You have to turn the microphone off. But but yeah, no, she had a legitimate reason to she be melting did, yes. down. It wasn't too much kombucha. And no. I just thought she was just <laughs> like lazy mouth. Oh my gosh. Lazy mouth. <laughs> it was, you know, the thing about it too is like, you know, here I am. I know exactly what's going on. And I'm sad for her because, you know, Holly is an incredibly articulate and very intelligent young lady. And so when she is delivering something that sounds as choppy as that, and she knows and she's aware of it. So she every once in a while injects. Sorry. <laughs> I, I have no words. Oh my gosh. It was terrible. And then poor Bradley, who's leaning And then Colleen is not signing off because you know, Donnie, how when you're yeah. staring at someone in the other room, you eye contact can, can you can say a mm-hmm. lot with your eyes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. clearly like, outright, like, what is going on with her? And you're Colleen's wide-eyed. just giving me like yeah. nothing. Yeah. The worst part is Bradley usually, I mean, Bradley and I can sometimes read each other's minds a little bit. This was one of those moments where I was like, he's not, he can't read this no. one. No. This one, he doesn't have, he doesn't have. Well, and it's not like you were going to stop and go, Holly has a migraine. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, right. oh, geez. but I want to give Molly or Molly. Oh, oh I think her name's Holly. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Molly's my give daughter. Her permission mm-hmm. the next time she's got a migraine to like, you know, we can do that. Yeah. 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 We can yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. No we need have to soldier through it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that was a fun laugh. We can laugh at that again later. Uh, thanks for joining us today on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Lori and Julia are coming up next here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Bye.